If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we're coming to you from Aggie's laptop today. My laptop, because Brian's is... <sighs> I don't know. I have so many theories. Okay, so, yeah, I'm just going to be honest with everyone. It's been Thank you. a hard week, and it's, it seems horrible. It seems stupid to say that because of, like, tech issues, but it eats up, like, when your laptop doesn't work, it eats up so many hours of just like going back and forth on the phone with Apple. Finally, I have an appointment at the stupid genius bar today, but I feel like I've spent, I don't know, almost like 15 to 20 hours of this week just on the phone, like trying different combinations of like shift control RP, blah, 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 do this, do that, do that. And nothing's working. And I'm scared. I'm scared for you. That sucks. I mean, my laptop, as we all know, is a huge piece of shit as well. Um, it is barely standing, but I think that we'll be able to record. I we, mean, we I know can, I can record a podcast. Yeah, on we it. can squeeze out a podcast. Uh, yeah. And hopefully, knock on wood, by this time next week, mine will be fixed. I don't, I, the one thing I still am somewhat optimistic is like it is fixable. It seems yeah. like some wiring issue because it doesn't, it doesn't, like um totally turn off like i can always boot it back up it just the screen falls asleep very like very randomly and quickly so if i'm recording anything or watching anything or doing anything it'll just stop and i have to like restart it manually with my hand you know uh clicking the mouse pad or clicking a key or something but and it got to the point where it just i wasn't able to do anything but it hasn't totally broken yet so actually right now it's back at my place um i'm i'm sitting uh, yeah well i'm uh putting everything onto an external hard drive just to be safe before i go to the genius bar but you had a theory about what happened to your computer i I have many theories but but my my main theory now is 
this did not start until a few weeks ago after I saw the movie, Anna, what is it called? Annabelle Comes Home? Annabelle Come Home? It's... Um, Homecoming? No, wasn't that the f- other one? Wasn't this... An- no, yeah, Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Come, Home. Yeah. Comes So home. whatever happens in this mo- th- that I've movie... I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice. Yeah. I've seen it once. Once is enough for me. But I think my computer is possessed by Annabelle. It has to be possessed by Annabelle. Well, Annabelle isn't... You know, if you watch the movies, you will know that Annabelle is... She's a Not silent killer. Annabelle. Yeah, she's just she's the she's doll a demon. just sits there, and then a demon comes. Yeah, and I think that demon came into my computer because it you don't it, want that guy in there. He's the worst, one of the worst demons. It looks he's, like the Exorcist. My he's computer. the worst demon in the Warrens home collection. And I don't know that the people at the Genius Bar are going to be able to do an exorcism. He I don't has know if to they're, be in church glass. Oh God, I, and that's the last thing I want to do is have to go to a church to get my laptop to put your. You'd have to just like put it in glass. Well, then I can't use it anyway. You just have to like connect a little cord to it to con- to record your Ugh. podcast. Well, then we might as well just record this podcast on my phone and just on everyone can phone. blow out their yeah, eardrums. So that was my week. I also had to take my cat to the vet. She's fine. Good. Uh, but it was just a week of bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, and it's like, I'm, I feel like part of me, I'm just being a baby. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is what people have to do sometimes is like take a week and just like not get just anything have a done. Shitty week. Have, yeah. But it's very stressful it's, when you're not getting anything done. I know. Yeah. We, I haven't seen you very much this week. No, we, we met a couple of times, yeah. but, um, yeah. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, uh, I want to go away. I'm going away, not this coming week, but the week after up oh. to Lake Tahoe for like four days, which, you know, my family does every year. So that'll be fun. Oh, I also got my oil changed. Cause I know like the way my life's going now, if I didn't like have a tune up, I would, my car would. Oh yeah. Up. My car fully stopped yeah. working too. My car just like f- had a full meltdown. See, that was scary. That's why I like went to the, it had another one. It had another one. Yeah. It had another one when we were driving to Pizzana. Oh, we went to back In to Pizzana. Brentwood, we went back to Pizzana because Brian had to like go there to buy an Xbox, which was like a huge thing. In Brentwood? Yeah, it was like from a guy on Craigslist okay. and he had to go pick it up in Brentwood and it was like a, you know, I didn't want him to get the Xbox, but da da da. How many Xboxes thing. do you guys have now? Well, no, we only have one. Oh, but you have a PlayStation. No, we don't have any. We only have this. He sells all that. He gets it on Craigslist for like insanely cheap because he's insane. And he just like has like alerts for everything that he might ever want. And then like my guess is in a year he'll get sick of this and sell it. Okay. That's good that he sells stuff that he doesn't want rather than just keeps it. He sells it and then he like gets new stuff, whatever. It's like a constant parade of shit in our house but that's fine whatever it's his hobby is like getting deals on xboxes and board games whatever (laughs) um so i was pissed because i was like don't buy this right now and then he was like look if you do if you let me get this I'll take you with me and we can go to dinner anywhere on the West side that you want. Whoa, anywhere well, on the not, West, I but mean, not like, not, I not like the lease or something, but no, yeah. he's like, but I'll take you to dinner wherever yeah. you want. It's a good deal. And I said, I want pizza on it. And yum, he was yum. like, okay. So we went and I got the exact same thing. That That's good. Pepe. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We did our, a few months ago on our like bonus Patreon podcast, we talked about our review of pizza on I love pizza on it. And we're getting one close. Well, as Goop says on the east side, which like literally. Like WeHo? 
Yes, yeah. it's called, it's like a WeHo location, but they're like, congratulations, Eastsiders, you're getting your own Pizzana. They do that. I mean, they do so many things just to troll us, but that's to one of the, that's one of the top things. Absolutely. That's definitely something that they say just for I've us. become so paranoid and conspiracy. Oh, wait, so what happened to your car? <laughs> oh, the same thing happened. So, like, I was driving it, and then, like, the well, Brian was actually the one driving it, so I'm kind of glad that someone else was driving it when it happened, because... I'm not the only one who had the experience yeah, now, yeah. but it like we were on the freeway and all of a sudden the gas stopped work, like the gas Jeez. pedal cut out. So it was like, we couldn't go far faster than like 40 miles on the freeway. Luckily, like it was traffic and we were like almost done, like almost going to get off. Yeah, so yeah. like we just got off. And then once we did that, um, he had to like turn it off and turn it on again or something. And then it started working again. And then when he went to park it, um, oh, and then the same thing happened with the brakes. Oh my God. Where like, because it's like the, whatever it is, the like hydraulics or something on the brakes go, okay. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like something wrong with the computer. So like, it was just like, brakes have like that, like cushioning thing. Yeah, yeah. And so like when it's not working, it like screeches. So it did that. And then when we were trying to park to go to Pizzana, it the reverse didn't work. He couldn't put it in reverse, and then he had to like turn it off and turn it on again to park. It Annabelle. Was, yeah, I think it was Annabelle because I mocked Annabelle. I have mocked her, okay? and I mocked that whole movie. And I mock like Christianity. Sure, <laughs> well, I, yeah, we all do. Because I think, well, like what I think is funny about that movie is like that it's like all about like it's like they're so religious, yeah. you know what I mean? And I just always think that's like really funny. I don't know. I can't help it. It's I can't funny. help it. It's, it's like, it's campy. Like Christianity and Catholicism is very campy. I mean, right. Yeah. Okay. So whatever. So I like it. I like that series because of that. And Annabelle knows. And she's like, how dare you? She's fucking with your car. She's fucking with my laptop. It's like, I, yeah. Do you know what the real Annabelle is? Uh, oh, you said it was. Oh. It's like a Raggedy Ann doll. It's a Raggedy Ann yeah. doll. But they but, they couldn't get the rights to Raggedy Ann for the movie. I guess, or not. they wanted something that looked scarier. Maybe I don't know because when it first ha- like in the Conjuring, I was like, they should have used the real Raggedy Ann doll. That's scarier because it's like more. It's yeah. like normal. But now that it's Annabelle, I feel like they have they've like created their own like character that's like its own franchise. And if it was anyone other than Annabelle, I'd miss her. Totally. Do they have? Do they make Anna, like actual Annabelle dolls that you can buy? Probably. I mean, I have a Funko Pop of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to bring her no, over I here and ask her? I don't okay. want to look at it. <laughs> She's uh, on keep the it behind glass. I know. Um, all right. Well, that's our stories for this week. We're falling apart, but yeah, but we're okay. Gwyneth. How had, is she? Okay, so here's one thing, and we're just going to cover this very quickly, and yeah. I'm not going to say much about it okay. because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Oh my god. But um. Gwyneth, so Gwyneth is going to, uh, she's leaving Europe and she's going to be in the Hamptons for is the rest of the still summer. still in Europe? I, I think she's in the Hamptons now because this is so random and it's not connected to Goop and it's not connected to this podcast, but I know someone from childhood okay. who I think works for Gwyneth in a personal capacity. How personal? As like an assistant. Really? Uh, but I only, and I'm not spilling any secrets because I'm not going to say what how it is or who it is or whatever, but, and it's all public on Instagram. So I'm not, I don't think I'm saying any secrets, but on Instagram, someone was like, Oh, I'm going to, uh, 
um, Amagansett for the rest of the summer. I'm okay. going to like miss my boyfriend. And then who replies on his Instagram, but Gwyneth Paltrow Jesus Christ. saying, Oh, but like, like, Oh, but you're going to have me something like that. Wow. And he's like, heart, heart. I wish I could have both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I believe this person might be like her, one of her assistants. Um, so that I'm going really to, I'm not going to say anything more, but I'm going to keep an eye on this Instagram keep an eye. and see if I can get any Gwyneth tidbits. You're fucking connected, Brian. We'll see. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to get this person in trouble and I don't want him or her to make their Instagram private. So, and I don't want Gwyneth to stop responding on their Instagram. Well, so we'll just say my, that my. I think I know Gwyneth is going to be in the Hamptons for the rest of the summer. Uh, more public news. What is there more public news? There, well, there was there wasn't a lot, but there was a fun little New York Times article that came out, I guess today or yesterday, um, in like the what is it Friday? So it must have been in the Thursday styles because they have you know how they have the Sunday styles, which is like the high end style section, and then they have a Thursday styles. I didn't know that they were different. Yeah, Thursday styles is like a little trashier. Okay, but in Thursday styles they had an article called the dress code at goop may not surprise you. And it's just basically this dude interviewing a bunch of people that work at goop talking about what they wear to work. Oh, that sounds like an interesting art. That seems like way more interesting than anything that's actually been in goop recently. Totally. It's like, it was like a giant sort of, it was, it was like something that would have been in goop, but actually with some journalistic integrity and like, like someone actually bothered to organize totally. their thoughts and it wasn't just like a list of like words and pictures that were sort of strung together. Yeah. It was actually someone that worked at the New York times and they have like really great photography cause it's, you know, photographers from the New York times. Oh, I want to see. Um, so that they, sounds like a good article and they say everyone's age too, which is always fun. Um, is anybody, how old, how's the oldest person? Well, the oldest person would not reveal his age and it was, um, a stylist that actually worked at the goop lab, but most of the people work at the goop well, office. Who, who's the oldest woman? Uh, I believe Gwyneth Paltrow, age 46 is the oldest woman. And then we got, um, an editorial assistant named Maser Johnson, uh, the food editor, Caitlin O'Malley, who's 29. Uh, oh, Danielle Pergamot is 45, so she's um, close to Gwyneth. Uh, Erica Moore is the CFO. She's 39. Um, Eric Martin, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's related to Chris Martin, but he's an accounting manager, and he's 33. Then, this is shocking, Elise Lunin. Guess how old she is. 41? 39. Okay. I, Why? I, I just... I you think she should, that's younger than she should be? Yes. The hair. It's not her face. Like, she's a beautiful woman with a lovely face, but that hair is not for someone in their 30s. That hair is not for anyone. No, okay. She's wearing, like, a floral dress. It's like, why bother? Yeah. Um, then the stylist, Elgin Wright, and they say age, and he says, old enough. Okay, he's, so he's, he's like, probably older than Gwyneth. Yeah, he's like a Billy Porter character. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, the head of VIP, Kelly Agarian, 33, and Hazel Pasquale, age 32. And she's just um, a retail operations assistant. Not just. That's her job. Um, that's it. And they all, yeah, they all just talk about how, like, they get a great Goop discount. So they all buy everything from G-Label. And then Gwyneth also, like, says, because they're like, oh, what are you wearing, Gwyneth? And she's like, well, internally, I'm wearing Goop Glow because I drink it every day. She has to put that in. She's wearing it internally. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I want to know how the investigation is coming into that social media manager who didn't get the permission to do her whirlwind. Uh, yeah, multi-continental an internal uh, investigation. Engagement. I feel like it's going to be similarly to uh, AG Bill Barr's investigation of the president. You think it's going to well, be like we're going to yeah. sweep this under the table? I mean, I think so because I haven't heard anything else about it. But maybe she'll be like quietly fired at least. I mean, I don't want that. No. I just want, I just want like a report. Like I want like a Mueller report <laughs> a Mueller. of this girl. Thing. I mean, I think if yeah. we wanted one, we would honestly have to be the ones to do it. We would have to do it because they're not going to, I no. mean, they can't, they can't even write a magazine. <laughs> they definitely no. cannot write a <laughs> no. magazine. They can barely write a newsletter in the summer. I mean, half the newsletter is not the stuff, happening. I opened it this morning on my flickering possessed laptop yeah. and then I switched to my, thank God, thank God I'm married because yeah, at I least know. I have access to my husband's exactly, laptop. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and they had four newsletters this week, and no, I was like, they "Oh, did? I was like, oh, that's a lot." But half of them were like re like republished old stuff. It was I just, literally only saw two, yeah. so I'm behind. Um, it doesn't matter. They, oh, like the change of pay, like the ones that are just like of the clothes and stuff. Yeah, there was one of the clothes. There was a Monday. There was a Goop Men, and then there was the Thursday. Oh, I don't get you, Goop Men. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it doesn't come to me. That's I think really you had funny. to like click a box yeah, or something. Yeah, I think you have to get it specially. I yeah. almost because I was using John's computer. I almost signed him up for Goop Men, and then I. It would be good. I, thought, I he should read it, but I thought he would be mad at me if I did that. Oh, his inbox. Yeah. Oh, I like the clothes one though. I mean, like whatever. It's just like nice clothes. Are um, these all G label in the clothes no. thing we got? It's a bunch of different stuff. It's just stuff they're selling. I think it's the sales over. Yeah, they don't talk about the sale. Yeah, I think it's over. Although a, a reader or what am I saying, reader? A listener did message us and say that they were buying a bunch of stuff on the sale. Oh, for seventy um, percent off. But I want to know. I didn't get to follow up, but I want to know what they got. I, I'm gonna ask them what they got for. Like, please tell us what you got if you bought. If you shop the sale, like yeah. we want to hear what kind of deals you got. How long it's, oh, I mean, none of them have probably gotten it yet if they got it on the sale. Oh, no, no, no. Let us know in six to eight months yeah. when you get your order. But um, we still want to know just like, you know, how much you pay. And when you get it, like, do you like it? Of course. I'm actually wearing my, my G-Sport um, racer top right now. Oh, looks good. Thanks. Uh, yeah, if you get it at all, because there's definitely a chance that they'll email you and be like, Oh, by the way, we've like ceased producing clothes. Like we don't make this anymore. Yeah. Or like we forgot about <laughs> you. Sorry. Here's your money back. Don't bother us. <laughs> Cause like they'll give you your money back, but like it won't be satisfying. Uh, no, I finally, I did get, uh, I looked on my credit card statement, which is a whole other traumatic experience. Oh my God. But, um, I did see that I got, uh, a refund from the rest of the yearly subscription to the Goop magazine. That's nice. I can't which, believe you yeah. subscribed to that. I know, oh but I got God. my money back. Wow. What an ordeal. That and, um, Cinemia, which I've told you about the, the, the oh, Turkish that's your movie <laughs> pass. That, that that's I the other one that got you. That that I for. Yeah. Uh, but I think I got a refund from that too. Oh my God. So I'm doing well guys. Good. So you're getting your refund. Um, the only other goop article that was not, I'm so bored about talking about how Gwyneth is forgetting her Marvel co-stars. I, there was another Marvel. It, well, thing? it was just the Sebastian Stan stuff. But that already happened. Yeah, but it, it came up in my newsfeed. I don't know. It came up in mine too. Guys. We're banning that talk from our podcast. At yeah. Least. Unless something crazy. Yeah, happens. Unless something new or if anything else happens yeah, in it really, true. honestly, then it'll come back, but we don't want to talk about, we need to stop tweeting about Sebastian Stan. Uh, 
And yeah. the other guy who was Spider-Man. Um, Holland, yeah. Then there was just an article in page six that wasn't even an article. It was a video, so I didn't watch it. But it was just called Four Times Gwyneth Paltrow Put the Oop in Goop. The fuck does that mean? It's just uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is no stranger than facing her haters. No f- stranger to facing her haters. Her quirky personality has led her to both say and sell the wildest things. Here are some of the actress's most bizarre products on her site that'll have you asking, what the goop is going on? What? I didn't read the article because anyone who listens to this, we would know way more about all this stuff than the page six people. It would so be like so embarrassing yeah. to like tr- read them try to like explain what's going on in goop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my husband just texted me saying my computer is very close to um, being backed up by an external hard drive. Congratulations Yay. to you and your computer. I know, so I'm not going to lose everything. No. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, I mean, look, as we said, these newsletters were thin. There's some complicated stuff on my list. Yes, yes, me too. Well, and you didn't even read The Goop Men. I, I think I was just in an emotional mood this week. Uh, I didn't read the Gootman and I will not read the Gootman. Yeah, you don't need to. I'll go no, over I don't. what I don't. It's yeah. not for me and um, I don't want it to be. Oh, um, Michael Stipe was on the Goopfellas podcast. I saw that too. I, I just forgot to, I was going to listen to it and then There's I, no way in hell I would, they could have the fucking president. Well, I mean, I want to listen. Actually, <laughs> <they> I would, <laughs> but, um, like they could, I, there's no one I would listen to on that fucking podcast. Uh, except for I did listen when Melissa Hartwig was yeah. on. <laughs> I wonder what. Like Michael, because Michael Stipe is a pretty reclusive person. He doesn't do a lot of press. So I'm curious. Now I want to listen to I do kind of want to listen. I mean, I don't I bet know. He's, I bet he's like a Will Cole guy. I bet he's like obsessed with Will Cole's diet. I mean, he has, I have always thought he seemed like he had the same personality as Moby. Well, they both are balding middle They look the same. Bisexuals. But I think that they may have some. Some issues. Yeah. Some shared personality traits. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Um, uh, Not being the most um, consensual of lovers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, I just like, God, when Moby did that thing where he tried to get everyone to believe that he went out with Natalie Portman, it was so amazing. And I think Michael Stipe is cooler, obviously, than Moby and like, his band was better than yeah. like Moby. Oh yeah. I guess I should not just like wildly ac- accuse Michael Stipe of like assault when I have no, no like I'm sure he's a lovely person. I might just because he like looks like Moby. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think so. But I think there's that- something about him where I'm like, I don't trust your look. Like that like bald, like rich liberal man, mm-hmm. like a limousine liberal. Yeah, he's <laughs> definitely like, limousine liberal. I, he has like his black nail polish yeah. and wears like free Tibet shirts. Yeah. We should get in touch with, not that you would talk to us, Natalie Merchant used to date him in the 80s. I'd love to hear what she had to say. Yeah, let's try to get her on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, she sold her house in Hawaii in order to fund um, an ill-fated children's album. I always oh, think yeah. of that. I think you told me that it's like, several it's, times. It's traumatic. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like the, the cautionary tale of like making art <laughs> to me is like, yeah. don't do that. Don't sell your house to make a children's album. Mm-hmm. I won't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into the newsletters. Right. Uh, what was your best? Okay. So like I said, mine is complicated. So my best is amethyst. Okay. The rot, the stone. Yes. Because I've been wearing it. Ooh. I'm wearing it right now. On this ring. For some reason, I thought amethyst was blue. It's purple, baby. And it's supposed to have like, it's supposed to like chill you out 
when you are wearing it and like center you. And I honestly think it's just because it's like my birthstone and like I think it's pretty and like Brian gave it to me after like I really like like the design of this ring. But it has made me feel so like centered and calm. And like I'm an amethyst believer now. I'm like I need to – amethyst is my birthstone and like it's my crystal and like I have to have amethyst. All right. Like I'm into it now. That's awesome. And you – it's your birthstone – it fits you, your personality. Yeah. Your color palette. Yeah. It's just right and you for feel, me. Oh, that's great. I love it. I like found my crystal. That's cool. Just yeah. like Countess Luann has turquoise. Yeah. You have amethyst. Amethyst. Yeah. I'm an amethyst woman. And so now, yeah, and it's actually perfect because I am just like about to step into middle age. <laughs> and I can be just like a woman who is always wearing amethyst shit. And I just talk about how that's my. Yeah. Aggie's the amethyst lady. Yeah. I'm the amethyst. That's perfect. That's fine. What a comfort to just have your lane. I have a thing. Yeah. I'm an amethyst. I've got a small dog and I wear a lot of amethyst. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah. We need to all cultivate our eccentricities as we enter middle get age. them young, yeah. get them now. So it doesn't feel like a whole new you once you step into being what is what's middle age. I would like to say it starts at the youngest at 40. Can we say 50? F- we can't say 50. Unfortunately, I think we can say, I think we can say 40. We better be able to say 40. It doesn't start at 35. Definitely not. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my best was from, okay, I don't know. We won't need to talk about this very long. It was from the Goop Men's issue, and I thought it had some good points. Boo. And it's called How to Make Lasting Friendships as an Adult. That's nice. It's nice. And it, it's, mo- okay, so here's my one issue. Well, I have several issues with Goop Men. Okay. And I know I was like a screaming men's rights activist on here for a long time, like with yelling the shoes about, and the, yes. and the but now bags, yeah. I think that they're spending way too much time and energy talking about straight men's lives when straight men are not the people that are reading goop. Like, can you please just have goop gay men's <laughs> goop men for, yeah. Goop for gay goop for you personally. Yeah, I think you for, went for Brian yeah. Rucker. Cause like, it's like, I don't care about, like cultivating a relationship with women or like blah, 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 blah. I mean, as a romantic (laughs) partner and like this, I don't know. They never say, Oh, this is for, this is advice for straight men, but you know, Will and Seamus are both straight, I guess. I guess. Um, and like, I think most of the, the advice is, is for a straight man. And I'm like, who is Because the straight, like the gay men who are reading this are just like fun guys who are, in it for a laugh. Yes. And then a straight man who's reading it. A straight is man like, who's reading Goop, that's that's like the guy from American Psycho. Yes. And like it's scary. So like, but I guess that's the guy that like I think that's the guy that's married to the woman who's reading Goop. And she's like, here, sure. hon, now they have it for you. Why yeah. don't you get this it's like, okay. lotion? And he's like, I'll get whatever. <laughs> whatever you want, baby. Whatever you want. <laughs> oh, Todd Harper. Oh, oh Vinner's daughter. Just jacked off with my Vinner's daughter. I use it as lube on my dick when I jack off. <laughs> oh, God. So, anyway, this stupid article that I thought was very nice, um, it's basically about the difference between men's and women's friendship. And it's basically like a women are, you know, emotionally connected and like, compassionate human beings and men just like to like play sports and not look each other in the eyes. And yeah. that's what they consider a friendship. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but like men are very sad because they won't let people in. Men do seem to have 
problems like with having like good relationships with each other. I think like good French. I definitely have noticed like straight men like they don't have like a lot of like friends. Yeah, I don't know. I I actually now I don't have as many straight male friends. But like when I was in college and even in my twenties, I would say at least half of my male friends were straight. And we always and I think maybe it's sort of the type of straight man that would have a close friendship with a gay man is like maybe the type that would be a little bit more emotionally. Uh, open. Oh, yeah, maybe. but then also I feel like I might maybe have the emotional landscape of a straight man in some I mean, respects. <laughs> I mean, I think that like a lot of the like, in I don't know, this might be risky territory, <laughs> but to me it just sort of seems like it's like men and women have like very different emotions, and I like guess. your sexual orientation doesn't really. Aff- I mean, it might affect it affects you obviously, but it doesn't like. Aff- I think maybe, like, gay men are able to, like, express certain things more easily without as much, like, fear emotionally. But I still feel like, I still feel like it's not, like, women. No, but I guess I I see gay men out in the world who have this, like, these big close friendship groups and they're always, like, going to brunch or, like, going to Palm Springs with, like, ten guys. And maybe I'm just, like, not jealous because I'm like, oh, that sounds exhausting, but... uh, I'm like, oh, I don't have, like, a big group of gay guys that I'm just, like, friends with. No, but I also feel like that's, like, a personality type. Yeah, like, maybe. when people, I I sort of felt like I was in groups like that when I was in my, tw- like, late, mid to late 20s. And I would go with, like, big groups of people to brunch and Palm Springs, all of this yeah, shit. Yeah. And, like, it was fun, but it always felt really lonely and isolating to me because I feel more lonely when I'm in a big group like that. I do, too. I, I much prefer one-on-one. One-on-one yeah. or, like, a small group yeah. of, like, close friends. I think it's just, like, what you like. Like, yeah. I just don't like to be in those situations anymore. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But I would like to share a house in Palm Springs. <laughs> I want to go to Palm Springs. Yeah. But not necessarily with, like, ten, ten. guys. It's stressful. Yeah. Uh, so then, okay. So then they talk about, um, like how many friends do you need? And they're like, mm, probably a few, but like some people just say one and Hey, more power to them. And then there's like a little mnemonic device about the different types of friends you have, which was sort of dumb, uh, because it was like, you have the must friends, the trust friends, the rust friends and the just friends. That's pathetic. So must is like your closest to die for friends that you would call like during a crisis. Trust is like, you know, good friends that you hang out with a fair amount and you can actually have like a good conversation uh, with them. Your rust friends are like old friends that you might not see for 10 years, but then when you see them, you like can relate to them and you, you have an emotional connection. And then just friends are like your acquaintances or like people you work with. So it was sort of stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> but I, I mean, know. but then I I actually um there was a good thing that I read in Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hartstark's book. Oh yeah. Um about friends where she said that she had uh she had like 40 friends or something Whoa. and she told her therapist and the therapist was like no no no. She was like you have you can have five friends. Like, everyone else is, like, an acquaintance. And, like, you need to know, like, who your actual friends are so you can have, like, healthy boundaries. Oh, yeah. 
Which sounds about right. Like you can only have a certain amount of like actual close friends that like really know you and everybody else is like, you can like them and have them in your life, but they're probably not your like, like, are they, is that person really your friend or are they an acquaintance? Yeah. But I think there is like, um, a middle ground between a really close friend and an acquaintance. Yeah. 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 Like someone that you could have, you know, lunch with or dinner with one-on-one and like talk to them for a long time, but maybe, you know, you wouldn't call them if you had a horrible breakup or a death in the family or something. Right, right, right. Uh, and you can have, but yeah, I, like really close friends. Yeah, I don't see how you could really juggle more than like five. Yeah, I don't see how, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't be close anymore. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it just says like, oh, how do we make new meaningful friendships as an adult? And it's just, it, the answer is, there's no magic answer. Just sort of like be open to it and like don't, and you might have to talk about yourself a little bit and like your past and and also like listen and engage with them um, because I think this article was saying a lot of men feel like they can only be friends with people that they grew up with because they knew them as like a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you don't have to say you don't have to like give your life story or like talk about your past because everyone knows it already. Mm-hmm. And they're like to to cultivate new friendships as an adult, you have to be um open about it and like actually talk about yourself. And that's hard for a lot of people. So I think, yeah, I mean, that's definitely hard for a lot of people. I think that it's important to like, try to try to figure out a way to be like as honest as you can and true to yourself as you can. And that's like, it's not easy when you're in high school and you're like trying to make a bunch of friends. It's not really easy when you're an adult. It's just like, you're not, you're not expected to anymore. So people just stop doing yeah. it. The easiest time to make friends is in college. Cause yeah. you're just wasted all the time and you have no boundaries. It's like co- between college and like 20, like 30 really. Yeah. I was like, I mean, especially yeah. When I first moved to Chicago and went to college, it was like, I was like bombarded with like new friends. And then when I moved back here to LA it was like a whirlwind of Mm. like I was just like constantly meeting people and like you know what I mean it was just like every day you met new people but then and it felt like being in college again and then now we're stuck with each other but I like I like how it is now I feel like then I feel like it's natural like you move to a new place or a new situation you meet a bunch of people you find the people that really you have a connection with and then everybody else kind of like Drifts yeah. away a little And you bit. can be as social as you want, like, you know, hopefully go to parties or whatever and you see people and you have fun with you people and you can have lunch with people. But yeah. No, it's not what it, it's not like how it used to be, yeah. which is, I, pre- I prefer. Uh, what was your worst? Savory oatmeal. So Seamus, the men are really Getting a lot of attention. Oh yeah, because this wasn't us. even in Goop Men. This was in this was in Goop. Goop everybody. Original recipe. Yeah, yeah, the original recipe. Seamus had like five healthy bre- or delicious savory breakfast for any time of day, and I actually am not a savory breakfast person. Really, I think eggs are disgusting, and like my. When I first wake up in the morning, I want something that's like bland and a little sweet. Mm-hmm. Like that's my like ideal. You're a, like a real toast with butter and jam. Uh, like a yeah. toast with butter and jam yeah. is like my perfect breakfast or any type. I mean, like it's not good for you, but like any type of like muffin situation. Oh, God, yeah. Um, Whatever. I mean, like I don't even really like yogurt with like berries. Like oh, really? I don't even like um, 
like I don't want a bunch of dairy, like really just like a nice grain. So <laughs> I do love to have like a healthy oatmeal or like a um what's it called? Like farina or oh, yeah, whatever. Farina. Like a whole wheat one or something like that. So when I saw Seamus taking my oatmeal from me and putting a fucking hard-boiled egg in it. Well, sugar sets the metabolism off on a roller coaster, says Seamus Mullen. This sets me off putting that... Okay, first of all, I need to say something, which is I am sick and tired of these soft-boiled eggs. A seven-minute egg. Every fucking picture. I don't want that to me looks so disgusting. I don't like gooey egg yolks. I don't want it. I don't need it on and in everything. I don't understand it. I mean, I know it's like a nice pop of color for mm. the picture. Oh yeah, it's good for a picture. Which I think is the reason that they're in so many things, but I don't want to eat that. It makes I mean, and I I like eggs more than you do. Uh I even like a soft gooey egg, but it makes everything so rich, especially if you're eating oatmeal too yeah. like that's too much it makes everything really rich like the when everything is like coated in that like fucking egg yolk yeah. like when you mix it into something it's like jesus christ like i think enough. these are maybe good breakfasts if you're skipping lunch if you're like oh i'm gonna i need to go all the way till dinner and like you have a real hearty breakfast uh this was my craziest this also has cheddar cheese in it. It has four seven-minute eggs, but this is for four, four people. Four. Yeah, who makes like a giant thing of eggy oatmeal for four people? I guess if you have a family, but your kids are not going to eat this. Your kids are not. You, oh, my God. If you gave your kid an oatmeal with a fucking seven-minute egg in it instead of like maple syrup, they would fucking kill you. And they would be right, too. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that one, they have, there's a yucca pancake with dandelion, bok choy and papaya salsa. That no. You have to make the papaya salsa. Also, the, the reason why this was my craziest is because like he says, oh, these are easy things to do for breakfast. There's a minimum of like 20 ingredients in each of these recipes. And it's like, I'm sorry, you want, I'm still on this fucking oatmeal, rich chicken stock, earthy mushrooms and salty umami seaweed. What a way to greet the day. No, I do not want that. Although he did say it was for any time of day, but yeah, I don't want it. But I, yeah, I think he just really doesn't like breakfast food. And so he's like, oh, I guess this is what my breakfast is. I think that's like a common thing for all of these like paleo health nut people. They don't seem to like like n- traditional breakfast. Well, they can't eat anything that's a traditional I, But they're breakfast. always like, I just want to have salad for breakfast yeah, or whatever. Sure. Like they never want, I don't know. Uh, the third recipe is a frittata with zoodles and herbs, which I have to admit, I did make a version of for breakfast for me this morning. Wow. So this really affected you. I had no herbs. I did not do zoodles. I just sliced my zucchini like a normal person. That's fine. But I did have a zucchini in the fridge and I did have eggs. Uh, So then you have all the ingredients for a zoodle frittata. And it was pretty filling. I made, I made two eggs with some sauteed zucchini, uh, with a little garlic powder and salt. And then, um, I added some parmigiano reggiano oh my my and oh and then i really did not did a non-shameless thing by like eating the whole thing by dipping pita chips in it so it was like oh. it was like breakfast nachos breakfast nachos. i end up turning everything to nachos this is why i need to i need to lose some weight because i just turn everything into nachos oh my god i know i want to do a whole 30 so bad but i can't no mm-hmm. diets but i want to i got it i have to be in a bathing suit oh actually maybe tomorrow and at the latest a week from this weekend. So why? 
Because I'm just going to Lake Tahoe. I'm supposed to go to a pool party tomorrow. Oh, okay. I mean, I've had to go to to be in a bathing suit like Mm. several times this summer, but I just go swimming at my parents' pool and I keep like a very raggedy bathing suit there that I don't care about that I just like put on when I'm at my parents' house and I'm just like, this is me. But because I don't feel like I don't care, but people do come over and like people do see it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's cute. It's a cute bathing suit. It's Betsy Johnson. But I got it like at Marshall's like mm, 10 years ago. My bathing suit that I got, I got at Walmart in Texas when I drove cross country to move to LA. So that was like five years ago. Yeah, it was like a similar, I was like stuck. I think actually I was in Palm Springs and I had a bathing suit there, but like for some reason we just like wanted more bathing suits or something. I don't know. Cool. don't remember. I got it there. Uh, so what was your, oh wait, my worst, oh quickly, I'll just go over my worst. It was also in Goop Men. Okay. It was the best ways for guys to build muscle. Oh no. And it was um it was Harley Pasternak who is the guy who's like the the personal trainer to the stars and he has that like smoothie diet that you have like a smoothie for breakfast, a smoothie for lunch and a sensible dinner. Slim fast? It's not slim fast but it's similar. Oh wait, I is was it doing the it one for a while. Oh, you were? Yeah. So it's not the one that goes with there's a smoothie one that goes along with that like workout videos that everybody did. Yeah. It's 90 like, X. Is it the one that goes with that? It's with maybe it's with like a HIIT program thing. Maybe it's the one you're talking maybe. about, Maybe. but he's like the super cut guy and he trained Robert Downey Jr. And his workout partner is guess who? Brad Falchuk. Hmm. Um, yeah. I wonder how much Suspicious. he's paying him. Um, so then he talks about like muscle and blah, blah, blah. You have to eat this much protein, this much, whatever. And you're like, fine. And then it gets to the part where it's like, Oh, show, tell me the actual, uh, workouts the exercises and he just lists them without a video without a description without anything so you're just supposed to know what they are you're in guy town baby it just says superset inverted trx rows 20 reps single leg dumbbell deadlifts 20 reps repeat for five sets no how do i how am i supposed to do that i don't know what you're talking just about just do a trx dumbbell lift for five minutes I don't or whatever know what that means i don't either and then another one is lying hip thrusts 20 reps, lying dumbbell triceps extensions, 20 reps, repeat for five seconds. And it's that's not the whole thing. worth it. It's like nobody, your body doesn't, it's not worth it <laughs> the to whole do thing. this. It's not. When people are out there body shaming Jason Momoa My for God. not having like super cut eight pack or whatever. It's but all, was anybody really body shaming him or was that just like hysteria? I never probably, knew it was anything is really. Cause he looked, he looked so hot. Like and I'm usually only ever seeing like reactions mm. to allegations. Like it's probably like one person said something and then everybody yep. got f- upset about it's it. It's like, um, Jeffrey Owens working at Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't really so horrible. Uh, no, he got, uh, health insurance there. Yeah. Uh, what was your craziest or saddest? Okay. My craziest was something I read. Mm. Um, which was in Marianne Williamson's book. Oh, yeah. So you're reading A it. Return to Love. So I'm reading her book. I'm enjoying it very much. She has a lot of good ideas. They're all about love, returning to love, being love. God is love. Brilliant. God is love and like the Holy spirit and like Jesus is a part of it. It's very complicated, but it's also like makes you feel really good. According to my friend, Heather, it's a RuPaul's favorite self-help. That makes sense. And that's why my, my friend got it. Like 
years ago, like, and I'm loving it. Like, I really do like it. It really does make you feel like really good. And like, I do see her point and I love Marianne Williamson. Like I for real love her. And I'm only on page, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not that far into the book yet. I'm only on page like 50 something, but I did, I got it from the library and it's like incredibly dog-eared mm. and it has like post-it notes that somebody left oh, in Oh man, it that and, like, copy's oh. been through the ringer. A it's bunch been of, through the ringer. A bunch of searchers. A lot of searchers, a lot of seekers, and yeah. hopefully they found something. But I did sort of like sift through the book and just before I really got into reading it, I just sort of was like just skipping around, seeing what was what. And I just happened on this passage, which comes towards the end that I would like to read here. Yes, of course. Um, so this is from uh, page 209 of A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. This is in a chapter called The Body, um, which talks about the body's purpose mm. and it talks about disease mm. and how you can use some of these techniques to better understand your disease. Amen. Hallelujah. Here we go. Lucifer is seen to have been the most beautiful angel in heaven before he fell. In Star Wars, Darth Vader turns out to have been a nice guy at an earlier time. Disease is love turned into fear. Our own energy meant to sustain us turned against ourselves. Energy cannot be destroyed. Our job is not to kill disease, but to turn its energy back into the direction it came from, to turn fear into love. Visualization has become a popular technique in the treatment of critical illnesses. People often visualize a Pac-Man or soldier with a machine gun setting out to destroy the threatening cells or virus. But we can take a more loving approach. Underneath Darth Vader's ugly mask lay a real man with a real heart. AIDS, for instance, mm -hmm. can be thought of as angels in Darth Vader suits. <laughs> oh, Marianne. Angels in Darth Vader suits. Angels in Darth Vader suits. Spells AIDS. AIDS. If you if you put the if you put Darth Vader as one word, word <laughs> which she does by she it's two words, but she spells it. That was one. a stretch, but she did it. She she's she uh, smushed that round ball into that square hole, and she got it there. And she got and it and she got and she crossed the finish line with it. Wow. Yeah, but so here's the thing. I mean, all that other stuff was really good where it's like, okay, like I can visualize it this way. It's not going to, I mean, whatever, more power to you, whatever. But I am sort of surprised that no one has brought up that she called AIDS angels and Darth Vader suits yet. I don't know. Cause that's like very, very weird. Yeah. Why, why is it? I mean, I get, I get it because of the, the acronym, but like why angels? Because Lucifer was the oh, most Lucifer beautiful an angel. angel before he fell. So, like, AIDS is the most beautiful because, like, raw butt fucking is the most beautiful thing. No, it's because, like, it turns back. Before, yeah. <laughs> it's as beautiful as Lucifer Shooting before up he fell. Dirty heroin needles <laughs> is the most beautiful thing in the world before. before yeah. Well, I think it's like, I don't know. I really don't know. It's like, AIDS is like, 
the disease itself is a beautiful angel that's turned into rage. That's crazy. I think Marianne, well, you know what? I was going to say Marianne needs to watch the second season of Pose, which deals with the AIDS crisis. But then I thought, no, the Pose writers need to write Marianne Williams, the character of Marianne Williams, and into the show. I find it almost impossible to believe that the people who work on Pose do not read, have not read this. Oh, I'm sure they have. Yeah. And I'm sure they love it. Well... Yeah, I, I, bet, I can't imagine that like it's RuPaul's favorite self-help book That's and true. like people didn't read this when they were going into working on that show. Maybe. I could be wrong. Oh God. I just want some fictional depiction of Marianne Williamson on my TV screen. That's all I want. Played by. Who the fuck ever. I don't care. Whoever. Whoever. Anyone who wants it. Yes. Of like a mop. In a, a dress. A mop in a dress, just like moving around, mm-hmm. just like reading from this book. A bowling pin and a wig. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe you'll get your wish. I love her. Uh, I do too. I can't wait for the next debate. She's going to kill it. I can't wait. Well, well we have I know. some exciting We have news coming up we'll talk yeah. to you about. Uh, all right. So yeah, my craziest was the fucking oatmeal Seamus yeah, Bowles. Yeah, fuck that oatmeal. Um, what would you try? Okay. I would try the looks from the Monday newsletter. Mm. I, so the, the Monday newsletter was all about shorts and the, one of the, I mean, I wouldn't wear the clothes that they actually are talking about cause they're like a bajillion dollars, but there was a skirt, like a skirt and like rolled up shirt combination, which like I've been wearing a version of that, like all summer, not right now, but I have been wearing it. Um, and I just thought it looked so like sporty and so cool. And then there was this outfit that was like, like shorts at work or something. And it was like these matching like little suits with shorts and a blazer. And I thought it was like the coolest look I've seen ever. Like I loved it. I thought it was sexy. That's a cute summer business look. It's a, a cute bla- summer business look. It reminds It's very like Blake Lively. I I was into it. And this was, what is it called? Just like five outfits to wear right now or something? It was called like wear shorts with a blazer. No, it was, it wasn't. It was called like, uh, like how to rock summer looks at work or some shit like that. Oh, maybe that was in conjunction with the New York times article, except they didn't even link to it. No, I, I don't think, I don't believe it was (laughs) sophisticated and super flattering shorts. I don't even think the blazer was part of it. I think it's just like in this picture. I I need to buy new shorts because I have one, I have one pair of shorts that are newer that I maybe bought last summer, and then other than that, all my shorts are at least like three or four years old. Yeah, and I was just you know it's like you look at yourself one day and you're like, oh, I need new clothes. <laughs> That's where I am. Yeah, right I'm sort of there too, except for um, I can't afford no, me neither. it. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, even with the seventy percent off sale, yeah, maybe Marshalls, maybe Goodwill. <laughs> the dump, <laughs> just go <laughs> walk around the, the dump and find. Well. <laughs> uh, so the thing I would try, and this actually sort of fits in with your Marianne uh, book, is okay. there was an article called "The Foods That Help Prevent and Beat Disease" um, by a physician and researcher, Dr. William Lee. Yeah. He has a new book, Eat to Beat Disease. Okay. And um, it starts off with, because his big claim is everyone always has cancer and yeah. you just can't let it. It's, uh, 
They say that. I've heard that before, that, like, you have cancer, but you're just, like, basically trying to suppress it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a cute acronym, or maybe who would cancer be? A Harry Potter character? I, Voldemort. Vol- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Titanic? I don't know. Voldemort on the Titanic is cancer, <laughs> and Greens and our god pulling yep. the Titanic exactly. out. Or, like... James Cameron, like, turning it into something beautiful. You know that Marianne said that James Cameron should have won the Nobel Peace Prize after Avatar came out because she was so touched by the movie. She was one of those people. Some people were deeply touched by it. Marianne was one of those people. That's interesting because she's the only public figure I've ever heard talking about it. I just remember after it came out, people were, like, killing themselves because they wanted to go to Navi. It's weird, yeah. That that movie left me with no impression. Yeah, uh, me neither. I th- I feel like everybody has seen it and no one ha- no one cares about it mm, at all. Except for Marianne. Except for Marianne. But uh, so this guy, so Marianne talks about AIDS. This guy talks about cancer. We all have cancer, blah, blah, blah. Um, every single one of us, even you. Fuck says. you. And um, we have 30 trillion cells in our body. So some of them are microscopic cancer cells. And then, but our body just like, you know, kills them or whatever. Wait, is that true? I have no idea. Uh so then he talks about like in order to keep the cancer at bay that we all have at all times from birth till death, we all are just ravaged by cancer. What are the five foods you recommend for preventing disease? Kale, leafy greens, blueberries. Oh, I think you're right. Wait, let's see. No, they're actually weird. Salmon. Okay. No. Okay. You'd think. So the first one is green tea. Okay. And it's each like thing that he talks about is for a different type of immune response. So it's like green tea for angiogenesis, which is something I don't know. Then dark chocolate for regeneration. Okay. You've heard that one before. The third one is a little weird. Sourdough bread for the microbiome. Sourdough bread is making a comeback sometime. Yeah, which is good news for us. He even says, although many people avoid carbs, sourdough bread may be an exception to consider since it can be beneficial beneficial to the microbiome. I'll consider it. The fourth one is truly wild. You'll never guess. Kiwi. Kiwi for DNA protection. Kiwi fruit has a remarkable ability to reduce DNA damage. If this fucking guy makes a kiwi comeback, I will be truly impressed. Yeah. Because literally no one has served a kiwi for 20 years. Uh, 20. I mean, honestly, the 80s were 30 years ago. Yeah. So like it was like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I remember that kiwis were on fire. I would come home from school for a snack. My yeah. mother would skin and bisect a kiwi. Yeah. And just give it to me on a plate. And I was supposed to spoon it out. And I that did. That's what we did. Yeah. We cut it in half and it was fun. It was like a little yeah. cup of fruit. Because yeah. you would like scoop it out of the, the skin. That's how I ate it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Out of, that's right. Yeah. She didn't skin like it. Like just yeah, cut it just in half and eat totally, it with a spoon. Yeah. The little black seeds. If this William Lee, I mean, I really do think these people just see, oh, what is like a low selling fruit? I'm. It's gonna, this is gonna, like medical medium did with celery. Yeah. Like this is going to be my thing. Yeah. And then- you know what's weird about the medical medium and the celery thing? I didn't realize a lot of people hate celery. Yeah, but a lot of do. people really don't like it. It's sort of like a cilantro thing that it's uh, so people weird. just have a weird. Some people have a weird reaction to it because it's like I it's it's like nothing. It's so bland, I don't yeah. understand why anyone would have an opinion about it. I like I like celery. I think raw celery is fine. Um, in soups and stuff, in broths, it's like necessary. It's I feel very, like. I mean, the flavor is necessary. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're with the whatever it is with like the carrot and onion, the yeah, mirror. Yeah. Wow. Triple threat. The triple threat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But ki- kiwi guys, put your 
buy some kiwi stock right now. Yeah, invest it's gonna in blow up. kiwi, big kiwi, but only for probably a year. Yeah, and then the fifth one is mushrooms for immunity. Uh, because mushrooms contain a natural bioactive chemical called beta-glucan and anti-angiogenic and immune-stimulating dietary fiber that feeds the microbiome. So that was all what right. I was try would try is like... Mm, Eating all that eat, food? Yeah, or just like being conscious of it. I do like mushrooms. I should drink more green tea. I always have dark chocolate. Kiwi, I'll take a pass on. Uh, and sourdough bread, hey, one of my favorite foods. You're going to so. take a pass on the kiwi? I mean... I need more evidence. Like before I start buying kiwis and eating them, I, I need a second opinion. But don't you think kiwis are I don't like nice. them. Okay. It would be, it's definitely in my like bottom tier of fruit. Cause I was just thinking, and I haven't thought about a kiwi in a long time, but they're so like, when you get them out of the fridge. Do they like, even have them at the grocery store anymore? They yes, must. Yes. They still sell kiwi. Okay. It's just like, we don't buy a lot of it. Yeah. But I'm sure there's like there are people who eat it. I guess. But I I mean it was kind of a nice like fun, very sweet, very tangy, very yeah. flavorful yeah, I guess fruit. So. I just never. I just didn't miss it. I just have no. I don't miss I don't it know. either. And you know what? I really don't miss uh, anything that's like strawberry kiwi flavor. Ugh. That was a gross flavor, and so I'm glad gross. that's over. I'm glad it's dead. Although I did get a lot. I mean, I have had quite a few strawberry kiwi snapples in my day. But I always, I they, it was always too sweet. It's always just because like it was pink. That's yeah, why I yeah, liked yeah. it. But it was never good. The only good like trendy flavor from that era is blue raspberry, which I still stand. Oh yeah, and it's still around. I mean, like yeah, yeah. you're still you can still get a Slurpee. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what generation of artificial fruit are you? What was before kiwi strawberry? Like watermelon, like banana. Oh, um, watermelon. Yeah, was banana ever like a new trendy fruit? I feel Probably. like banana was like in the 70s. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know, but it's just like all of that shitty banana stuff was always like in like some candy that hadn't changed its packaging since the 70s, huh. I felt like. Boomers, do you remember when bananas were new? Tell when, us. Yeah, did you do you remember like artificial banana being a big thing? Or like root beer? Like Oh, yeah. Or, like root remember beer there's that popsicle pack that you could get with that was like banana and root beer and yeah. lime which is like the most disgusting three flavors like why that is very strange but i think that to like a certain palate that's exactly what you want but same, those are my demon flavors see i love a banana a banana cocktail like a, a banana daiquiri i love okay fredo is that <laughs> oh does he drink that in, yeah um godfather interesting it's been a while since i've seen it uh what would in you Godfather buy? Two. Godfather um, Two. I would. Oh, what would I try? What would I buy? Yeah. Okay. Mine is a plug. Mm. Oh. Do you know what it is? Hag cry. No. It's uh, us. Oh, it's us. Yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah. yeah I totally forgot. So th- you forgot? I mean, I didn't forget, but I forgot that we were going to talk about it today. Okay, so we have a really, really exciting announcement. And this is kind of like fucked up that I'm putting it on my list. But the truth is like yeah. Goop really didn't have anything on there that I wanted no, no, this, no. Week, this week. But there is something that I do want, which is Goop Yourself merch. We are coming out with Goop Yourself merch. It's very exciting. Is it online? Can you buy it today? Yeah. Yes, I, okay. Yeah, you can. So it's on Teespring. It's on Teespring. And we have 
Shirt, goop yourself shirts, goop yourself tote bags, tote bags goop mugs, phone cases, stickers. stickers. And we also have these cool, the thing that I really want are those ampersand shirts Yes, with the names of the goop ladies on it. And we have a tote bag with that too. It's really cool. You have to check out our Teespring store and get goop yourself merch. Yeah. We're going to get some for ourselves. Yeah. Get some for your, you. We haven't ordered friend. any of it no. yet. So we don't, we haven't seen it with our own eyes, but we've like, we have it up there. So, and we're really, really excited about it. Yeah. So it. go to teespring.com com uh slash goop yourself i don't know search for goop yourself you'll find us will they i hope so shit we'll put the link on our instagram yes. too okay and we'll put so, the link on the um the uh info when we upload this podcast yeah too. so you'll be able to get just like the link and go and like see if you want anything because it is this is a terrible sales pitch but seriously it's so cool i'm so excited i can't yeah, believe too. that we have goop merch like i love these shirts like i want that ampersand shirt so bad I know. And I want the tote. Ugh, all of it. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, well, I'm going to throw the fuck out my goodbye because it's not us. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be this salt bath shampoo thing that Seamus uses. But yeah, we unfortunately don't have salt bath shampoo no. on Teespring. Uh, but go to Teespring. Go to Instagram. Go to Twitter. Uh, download. Subscribe. Rate and review us. Um, we got a couple more wonderful reviews. So kind. Um, thank you so much. Um, we will be back next week. Oh, also I'm going to do one more quick plug. Thank you all of you for listening to my other podcast, high camp. That's been on the goop yourself feed. It will be on the goop yourself feed. No more. So if you like, um, the first episode with Aggie and you like high camp, go to anywhere you find goop yourself and subscribe right now to high camp. There'll be new episodes every week. This week uh, or next week, I will be talking about the old Carmen Miranda movie, The Gang's All Here. I can't wait. Um, anything else? That's it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.